Welcome to another broadcast of Saving America. And uh, we are now live on Facebook on your Facebook page, David Shine Author or Author David Shine. Either way comes up. So um, are you ready for another um, informative current broadcast of what's going on in our world? You bet. I, uh, I That uh, chilly weather outside has not slowed down the gray matter, and I am ready to go and talk about saving America. Very good. So our first topic is going to be in the news, uh, and we're going to talk about, the, about Trump and the people that are condemning him because of all that went on this week. So condemnation of Trump, it's a new level. So um, new level of hypocrisy. So take it away. Yes, it is. And look up hypocrisy and uh, you're gonna find the left uh, pictured under those uh, headings. And it, it, it is a very disturbing situation. Let's start with the basics. Democracy is not compatible with violence. The idea of democracy is we have fair elections and that is how we develop and change and advance our government. We do not have violence. Violence, whether it is from the left or the right, is wrong. Now, what I find entertaining is we have had a year where we have had Portland, Oregon burned night after night after night. Seattle, Minneapolis, where's the condemnation from the left? Now then there is a horrible incident, an absolutely horrible incident at the nation's capital. Uh, five dead at last count, including one of the brave police officers who, who worked uh, for the Capitol Police. And I've done a failing America. I'm not going to repeat that, talking about the failure of the Capitol Police Department to properly prepare for what was expected to be a large protest. But uh, what I found particularly interesting is uh, that washed up uh, former actor, former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out uh, in the last couple of days and condemns what happened in Washington. And I find this fascinating. Where was he all of last year when? the things out there on the West Coast where he is, no protests, no problems and all that. Plus, isn't it a little especially hypocrisy, it's an especial brand of hypocrisy for a guy who's made his fortune and made his visibility by making films full of senseless violence, especially the <laughs> films that he has made since he left the governor's mansion have been senseless, pointless, and extreme violence. And he's gonna tell the rest of the country about, oh my gosh, gee, things are really bad. Those, uh, those Republicans are promoting violence. I'm sorry, this guy has zero credibility to make such ridiculous statements. Now let's take a look at, uh, at what Trump actually said. He said to these supporters that were gathered that morning of uh, January 6th, 
peacefully and patriotically make your voices be heard. Peacefully and patriotically make your voices be heard. Those are Trump's words. And it, it's been blown all out of proportion. It's been pretty ridiculous. So we have Nancy Pelosi, as I referred to her, Miss Lobotomy. I, I, my theory is, is during one of her many facelifts, remember she's 80 years old and looks 90, but she has had apparently a number of facelifts, is that she was lobotomized during some of those facelifts because she, she's a, a, just a, a whack job. And she's telling Mike Pence that he needs to invoke the 25th Amendment and get the cabinet to throw out uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, because of uh, what happened in Washington. And my response is, if we're going to start throwing crazy people out of Washington, I think we need Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to be on the front of that list. So, so let, let's be real and let's stop the hypocrisy and focus on making America a better place. So uh, regarding impeachment, they're, uh, they're threatening if uh, Pence doesn't bring in the 25th Amendment that they want to impeach Trump a second time. And of course, we all know what a horrendous waste of American taxpayer resources the first ridiculous impeachment was. This one is even more ridiculous since it can't happen before Trump leaves office. And uh, Alan Dershowitz, who is certainly no conservative voice out of Harvard University, Meredith's uh, professor up there, said, the Constitution doesn't even provide for impeachment for a former president. So at the same time, I say, go ahead, let's bring that impeachment on because my theory on this is as long as these whack jobs and con artists in Washington are focused on a pointless mission of impeachment, hopefully they won't do more damage to the country by passing ridiculous leftist uh, uh, propaganda-driven uh, legislation. So let's see what happens. But uh, again, I'm not overly concerned about an impeachment. And I do think, however, that America needs to be consistent in contemning all violence. Thank you, Dad. That's great information. And um, so the next segment called Rumors, um, we're going to talk about the talk about that violence in the Capitol. And the rumor is it was led by Antifa or some Black Lives Matter protesters. So what's, what are your thoughts on that? Well, what's interesting here is that the, the attack on the Capitol looked uh, suspiciously like what we saw in Portland, Oregon, night after night where they attacked the federal building, they attacked the police stations, they burned down a police station while policemen were still in the building, I, I, things like that. And so it, it did not fit any type of conservative or pro-Trump rally that we have seen over the last five years, basically, since Trump announced he was running for president. So it's kind of interesting. One of the featured characters, um, and again, if we didn't have five dead, it would be more humorous, uh, is this tall fellow who runs around uh, with uh, made up like a, they're calling him the Viking. Now, what's interesting about it is the Viking was was pictured recently at a BLM rally. So to have him as a prominent character, and I believe he has been arrested, 
I believe he has been arrested as a result of the Capitol Hill riots, is he's over at the BLM rallies. He's possibly involved with Antifa. Doesn't this kind of smell like a rat? So all of a sudden, violent activities that look a lot like Portland and Antifa and BLM are being blamed on a conservative rally held in Washington, D.C. and being blamed on President Trump. Now, the other part of this that's kind of interesting that I just found in the last day or so reported is during the weekend prior to January 6th, buses of Antifa rioters arrived in Washington, in Washington, D.C. and were greeted on video by the D.C. Police Department. Now, we don't know if they were escorted back out of town. I kind of doubt it. But the point is, is that we definitely had factors that may have involved BLM, may have involved Antifa. And so to try to use this to whip something up to go after a, a, a president who is already a lame duck. He's on the way out of office, and I really don't think he will be back in four years. Um, and I also don't think he will be the leader of the Republican Party moving forward uh, for a variety of reasons we can talk about another one. But anyway, the rumors are that this was not really a conservative uh, riot that took place in Washington, D.C. Got it. So let's go back from the rumors and just the facts. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to pinpoint just the facts, but you're doing a great job of that. So social media is pointing fingers. We've all heard all this going on with social media, but it sure looks like the Bolshevik re revolution with media instead of swords. So let's hear about the facts about that. Well, I, I'm very concerned. And of course, uh, you know, they say that there's, uh, there's three forms of facts, your facts, my facts, and the truth. And so, you know, I don't know that we're going to persuade too many people uh, as to uh, my position on this, but I do not find that the very grassroots support that Trump has in any way at all looks like the way that the Marxist revolution took place with extreme violence and with a drive to burn books and to exile and murder people who disagreed with the Marxist uh, principles. Hitler took this to a new level about 15 years later in what was called the big lie technique. And Hitler vilified the Jews. Hitler went out and said to the German populace who was suffering extreme economic hardship, this huge depression that happened in Germany, following World War I. The other European countries had imposed reparations on Germany to pay money to them as apology <clears throat> for having started World War I and the atrocities that took place during World War I. And so uh, Hitler had a willing population. And then he said, the Jews did this to you, the Jews did this to you, the Jews did this to you. And after a while, it became a belief among key elements of the German population that, gee, we better deal with those, those uh, awful uh, Jews. And of course, that led to one of the most uh, atrocious and awful events in the history of mankind, 
the murder of six million Jews and two million other people that Hitler didn't like, including gypsies, uh, homosexuals, and other people who did not meet the Aryan standard that Hitler established. So I'm very concerned when we hear about uh, any type of extreme censorship that is being driven by not honest means. So we've got uh, uh, Twitter, Google, and other social media going after Trump. They've shut his site down. Uh, I understand he can still come out through the POTUS site, the President of the United States site, but cannot have his own site right now. They've gone after a variety of people. Uh, most recently, they shut down Parler. Now, I'm understanding that there are some technical issues with Parler, that there may be some other technical problems with Parler that gave Google and uh, some of the other companies an excuse to pull them off. But what we are seeing is that Parler has just filed suit this morning to get this straightened out. They've alleged uh, uh, First Amendment. I don't know how First Amendment applies to a private company, but they've also alleged what I think is going to be a very valid claim, antitrust. And I, I call on our listeners to think about what they learned in high school history and social studies. In 1890, we passed the Sherman Antitrust Act. That's right, 130 years ago, we passed a law that said if you control too much of any industry that you are operating a monopoly, and even though there are a variety of web browsers, Google has an incredible percentage of browsing, and they do use it to manipulate what you see on each screen when you put in a Google search. And I think that they are right based on what I know about antitrust law for an action. And I think Parler may be the, the, the tool that comes in to say that this is, is wrong and it doesn't serve America. So I, I think that uh, the, the big social media companies backed by what people refer to as the mainstream media have, have, in my opinion, I think they have overplayed their hand. And what I want to be clear about is Trump tried several times to get Section 230 repealed. Section 230 says if you are a common carrier of media like Google, Microsoft, and so forth, that you are not responsible for posting the content of others. Now, these organizations reportedly have implemented certain levels of control in order not to foment violence, not to foment uh, uh, child pornography, other bad things that are out there. But th they step past that, I think, when they decide who gets to be seen on their media and who doesn't beyond, again, these extreme uh, circumstances. So I think it's, 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 uh, it's very important. And again, I don't think 230 is really going to be the issue here. I think it's going to be the good old Sherman Antitrust Act is, is going to be um, a big piece of that. And I think we need to, to look at that. But um, one thing I think that's going to be kind of interesting is um, Merrick Garland has already been stated to be Joe Biden's choice for attorney general. Uh, Garland is a very senior attorney. In past Democratic administrations, 
antitrust against Microsoft and similar companies has been a focus. So perhaps we will see not just Parler, um, a struggling private company that's struggling for survival, but we may see um, the attorney general's office go after these big tech companies on antitrust grounds. And that could be a very interesting development when you consider that these same organizations have been apparently visible supporters of, uh, of the uh, Biden and, and other uh, more liberal uh, political candidates. So it's gonna be a pretty interesting ride, I think, over the next uh, year. Very good. I'm telling you that today was a great day. Lots of great discussions um, in the news, all the rumors going around, and then ending with just the facts. Let me remind those of you who are watching or listening that David Shine is, Dr. David Shine is um, a professor at the um, University of St. Thomas. He's also a, um, um, an associate dean there. He is, um, has his own consulting company for small businesses, Claremont Management Group. And he is the author of the book, Decline of America. Great book, We, if you didn't get it before the election, it's still a great book if you're interested in history at all, or you want to study this, even if you're in college, you want to prepare for your um, American history courses. Great resource. So get it on Amazon, The Decline of America. It's e available either as an ebook or as a print book. So we hope you get this. It's a great book and very, very educational, very um, bipartisan look at all of the presidents from Woodrow Wilson to Barack Obama. David, thank you once again for taking your time to um, help educate us on what's going on in the world, especially around America. So saving America. Thank you for that. And thank you, Sandy. And I wish all of our listeners a, a great week ahead and uh, hopefully a great 2021.